Welcome, fellow anglers, to the Working Class Fishing Podcast, a place for all anglers, amateur or expert, to share their stories and learn about fishing. Join your hosts, John and Brian, each episode as they debunk the perceived inaccessibility to fishing, break down the barriers of any and all angling methods, and hear stories from other anglers and their own journeys with fishing. Now, let's get this show started. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Welcome back to another episode of the Working like Class Fishing whole, Podcast. Like, like a prompt and Siri like warned me about it, so I guess I guess it's important. Yeah, yeah it I'm, is. I'm gonna be. I'll I'll be. I normally say I'm not I'm not fit for public consumption, but like right now, we'll do that for you. You're you're fit for public consumption. I'm your host Brian. John's out tonight. Our sponsors are Max and Outfitters, Lid Rig. Angry Rooster Fly Co., Troutlander Nets, and Morris Fly Co. And tonight, as you heard, we have the one, the only, Misty oh. Hawk. The oh. only one. The only, only one in the entire world. Now, there's other people that make memes. There's other people that <laughs> make fun of people. There's all kinds of other people. But Misty is our community fishing comedian. And when I, I say community community fishing, toilet bowl for sure, like trash <laughs> Well, I, I'm not going to say toilet bowl because everything that you post tends to be true in some fashion or another. There's always some relativity to all, all of that. And so, yeah, you know, uh, the, the, the whole thing about beating up the old guy, getting the krill powder and fish. <laughs> Was that, that not funny though? Oh, it no. was hilarious because no, I, like, like, you don't even know how hard it is to get krill powder right now. Like, it's oh, I know. Sister. like it's, it's hard. And that's yeah. why that's mean. Yeah, well, it's like you, you get the one can. It was like the ammo shortage, right? So you're trying to get your krill powder to juice up your bait, you know, and, and then you get all this other stuff, you know. But I, I think about old Elmer, you know, the old steelhead guy. You know, he goes shuffling in there and he's got his rain slickers on, and here comes Misty, and she like punches oh, yeah, him in the nuts and face, like hundred <laughs> percent. Like, like he's like, Oh, you look really pretty in your waders. I'm like, really? So, yeah, no, that's what's like. Is that when you pull them down and just like take a dump on the ground right there? You're like, how pretty is that? Boomer, any boomer. All I have to do is just like, like tilt my shoulder and like brush my hair. And they're like, oh, you fish? And I'm like, sometimes. Can you tell me what to do? And then I totally take advantage of the whole situation and just murder them like on the spot. So, yeah, it's great to be a chick who actually fishes. Yeah, no, that I, I well, that, that's what makes you so unique. That's that's the cool part. You're funny and you like to catch fish. And then the cool part of that is it's like you're out there grinding it out in the nasty conditions and the, the hot conditions, everything else. And it's like, you know, there's there's a lot of people who are like, oh yeah, I'm I'm I fish, you know, and they, and they wear the whole bikini thing and everything else. It's like, you know, trolling while trolling, right? You know, kind of that whole combination. That, that's your next name, you know trolling while trolling you know while trolling yeah so anyways but what what makes you so unique besides being the queen of memes and and uh, you you need to hold that in high esteem her majesty the, the <laughs> queen of memes <laughs> Did my goat trophy though we saw it what was that oh so ryan and ashley springer are this wonderful couple she fishes he hunts cute anyway they drove from tri-cities for my birthday party this last july like all the way to come give me a trophy 
which has a goat on the top of it. And it just says, Misty Hawk. Uh, what does it say? Meme dumper, like shit poster extraordinaire. Like I literally <laughs> for making people laugh. And that's they come awesome. Just to celebrate my birthday. Oh man. So now, I got you actually, I didn't even know I had friends. Like I literally avoid people on a daily basis. And I guess some people like me. So, so. tell us about the Fred Meyer incident again. No. Oh, come on. Really? Yes, really. You got to tell us about the Fred Meyer incident. Like your fan girl club, like you roll up there to go so buy some milk I, I went up into Fred Meyer. I was getting gas in the middle of the night and, you know, paid, like gave the guy my card info. I was like, oh, I'm going inside. I'm going to go get some sandwiches and shit about it. These girls in a truck were like, oh my God, is that Missy Hawk? Like, oh my God. It was so unnerving. And then I was like, I was like, okay, be cool, be cool. Play cool. It's fine. So fine. And they're like, oh my God, I follow her on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, play cool. Play it's so cool. Like, just don't pretend like you even saw him. And then, but like, they squealed and like, they were like, oh my God, I got to follow her too. And I'm just like walking away. And it's just, you know what? This is why. This is why I was a nerd in high school. This is why I post jokes on the internet. This is why <sighs> to have a fangirl truck of girls like squill your name as you walk away. I was like one of those One Direction kids. What's the one? Harry Styles? The one everybody likes? That's what I felt like that day. I was a Harry Styles. <laughs> so I won. Wow. I, I won the whole internet one afternoon once at Fred Meyer. That, that was it. Girls lost their shit because they're like, oh my God, is it Missy Hawk? And I'm like, oh my God, is it Missy Hawk? It is. It is. It's me. I posted a <laughs> joke once and people like me. So I get, I get, uh, I get about two messages a day, sometimes more uh, on people. Like people just go, like, that's what I needed to hear today. I'm so glad you post what you do because I don't even think I could have lived another day on this earth if I didn't see what you shared. So that's why I do what I do. Like those two people a day that just go, oh my God, thank you, Misty. And you know what? Posting memes is uh, kind of what kept me alive for like a year and a half. So I didn't used to do this. I didn't used to, all I did was kind of fish and post stupid shit about my kids. And, and then uh, I went through a really bad toxic breakup that like ruined my life. And between fishing and memes, no. Now people go, I'm so glad you're here. Like I, I share this with my work every week. Like you're what keeps me going and you're what keeps us going. And that's why I do it. That's why I post a story that makes your eyeballs hurt when you have to tap through it. That's why I post memes. That's why, that's why I keep doing it. Like there's those people out there. I don't care if it's one or 20. So I needed it once. And, uh, I look at my phone, it makes me laugh. And I love fish pics. Like, I, you know how there's all those jokes on the internet, like some white dude holding up a fish on Tinder? Oh, yeah. I love fish pics. God, show me all of them. Like, especially, especially dudes holding fish, like with a beard. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like porn. I literally like stream fish porn, <laughs> like all day. Like, show me fish pics and jokes. And I'll keep being a nice lady. So, well, so we got the so. All right, all right. Let me reorganize here. Um, 
<laughs> that's awesome by the way um uh now now tinder phishing accounts and everything else i i i don't partake in tinder uh personally but i've heard a lot of interesting things about it like swiping and all this other stuff however i'm gonna go all the way back what got misty hawk into fishing that's funny okay so how's that for a left turn early august of 2018 uh I was on Bumble. I know, shocking, right? And uh, I met this guy. Uh, we talked for like five minutes. I immediately wanted to get out of my house or day or whatever it was. And I went, I went on a date about it and it was great. And then, so our first date, I took him to Holland Oats, the Moda, because come on, Holland Oats. And then uh, he took me to the Kalama River and we um, laid out on the riverbank about it and slept under the stars, like literally on rocks. And uh, I didn't outside about it at all. I didn't camp. I didn't hike. I didn't gross. Like, no, no, I was, I was, I was pretty prissy. And uh, I woke up on August 12th, 19, oh wait, 2018. Oh, Misty. <sighs> anyway, 2018. Like every time my Facebook reminds me of this, it still shakes me to my core. But I woke up and went, why am I not doing this? Why am I not on a river every day? This is the most amazing thing I've ever done. My There's dirt under my nails. And oh, it's like there were, there were marmots. There were otters. There were birds. There were bugs. There were rocks. I love fucking rocks. And like, and then I went, oh, oh, God. I'm going to marry that man. Anyway, it, it didn't work out, needless to say. <laughs> I kind of figured. But I started fishing. And guess what? I'm not bad. Two, I keep trying. Three, I don't fish to catch fish. I fish to go fishing, which that's the beauty of it. Don't go fishing to catch fish because <laughs> you'll quit like right away. Um, I didn't catch a winter steelhead for three seasons. Like I pounded it. Like you have no idea how many times I cried and broke rods and tat oh my god I lost so much shit and mm -hmm. but you know what I found out that after like 40 years of avoiding the outdoors um I was supposed to be there that whole time and it makes me happy and it puts me at peace and it takes the crazy so I suffer from a lot of like mental calamities so I have uh I have generalized anxiety disorder panic disorder ADD and complex PTSD. So I've had a really hard time trying to grow up and be a person. And I found that being like on a river in particular, like so healing, like it, it calms me down. It centers me. It helps me compartmentalize. It's, it's the most beautiful thing in the whole wide world. And if you can catch a salmon <laughs> and if you're lucky enough, a steelhead, that will change who you are as a person. 100% all the time it's beautiful like and it took me months years to do most of those things and no I it's just what I want to do forever like I I'll never do anything else as long as I live as long as I can go catch fish yeah and sort of which I put back I'm a nice I'm a nice lady about it sometimes well, I keep them yeah that's okay there's well, nothing wrong right now with it's keeping. egg season so yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got a lot of cohos in the river, you know, all over the place. There, there's a lot of coho, there's URBs, 
we're, we're going to have our winters starting to push in here pretty soon. You know, things are going to get pretty hot around our neck of the woods. But I think that is right. Like, stop asking. So, yeah, I'm not going to well, tell you. Well, I don't I don't need you to tell me where to fish. Well, I've seen where you've been fishing lately. It looks pretty primo. And you yeah, got some yeah. tuna about it. Yeah, uh, no tuna. Uh, we, we got cut <laughs> off at 20. No, we, we went 25 miles out and we got. All right, men, typical. Well, when, when you have like 10 foot swells crashing over the bow of an 18 foot We boat. had swells one weekend, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty sketchy. Like we, we did the whole deadliest catch thing is like, boom, like that, you know, like it, it we went over. And, and it was like blue water that came over and Skipper, he was like, this ain't happening. And so we just jetted south. We're like, we got to get out of this wind. It was rough. So yeah, things the were that, happening. Uh, the guy that took me fishing on our first date, uh, he was on that show Battlefish. Oh, okay. I, I think I've seen an episode or two. On Netflix? Uh, I will have to go back and, and watch that because uh, oh, no, there's I, I, a lot of nice ladies on that show i highly recommend the the, the yellow boat the dickhead sporties uh they got made fun of a lot but they're nice guys okay uh, yeah and if you ever need an and i i know people at the tuna club in a walko i don't go there much but you know battlefish like was what got me into fishing and i just went tuna fishing for the first time in august yeah and, you got uh, some nice ones i got 15 yeah no, we got like 39 total on the boat. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Everybody was like, don't, don't go fish for tuna. Like, you're never going to want to catch anything else once you go tuna fishing. I'll tell you what. Caught a lot of tuna. And uh, it doesn't beat landing a springer on the bank in front of a bunch of guide boats and dudes on the yeah, bank. Yeah, never. Never. Sorry. Yeah. No. Uh, I, or a winter steelhead where you can catch them on every fucking thing. Like, I went to a secret spot. I'll let you in, sister, if you don't tell anybody. But like, I went to a secret spot on closing day in Washington. I hooked 15, 16, landed eight. Like winter steel had all wild. Oh, nothing will shake you in your boots ever. Tuna's great, but no, that was the day of my life. March 15th, 2022. Yeah, I, I think I recall the, the photos of that bloodbath. You know, if you would have been able to keep steelhead, you would have been done oh, real fast. I would have taken them all. Yeah. They were so yeah. fun. I, ha- I got hailed on that day. I got rained on that day. I was in mud that day. I almost, I had to hike across the river. So my legs are 28 inches. So I have the tiniest inseam in the universe. So if I go up to my knees and there's a current, Misty's gonna go for a swim, like if I'm not careful. So I have to have like braces and like sticks and shit, or somebody to hold me across the river. I did it by myself that day, and I was like, I almost died. I almost died. It's fine. It's, it's fine. I almost died. Like, but I do. That. But where else like, would you want to die? Do. Where Where else would you want to go to die? I mean, I, I if no when I'm going, like if I'm having a stroke on the riverbank, I'm gonna be happy, you know. Like, like I'm just, oh, you know, like, day. yeah, that. No problem. Right better. There. And like the week before I ran into Jordan Figgy, you know, oh, at the same oh, yeah, spot. Jordan. No, it's the secret spot. Yeah. And uh and we ran into him and he was like pretending he didn't see us. And I was like, oh no, shut. He like, no, it's fine. We don't know you either. And then we ran into him the next day and he came over and actually talked to us. 
and like little and my dog Rosie Joe. Oh my God, they were so cute. And and he was like, oh, we're like totally hanging out. We're fishing. We're doing this and that. And I'm like, I just want to fish, bro. Like I don't have the fangirl thing with the addicted guys. I mean, Marlon's a little cute. Okay, I get it. But like Jordan, <laughs> you know, he swiped right on me on Bumble. Oh, did he? And he never went out with me. No, no. I think no. I think I wasn't pretty enough. Probably. That is hilarious. I and mean, it, just the just the idea. But I'm what I'm really surprised about is is Jordan didn't walk over like, hey, are you Misty Hawk? I know, right? I was waiting for him to fangirl like everybody else now. He didn't. Yeah. But uh, that's why I go to sports shows. So when I went to the big one in March, you know, at the uh, the Portland Expo, yeah, like we pass each other and we're like we're playing it cool and just like whatever, hi, hi. And then like uh, Sam Baird came up to me and he's like, "Are you Missy Hawk?" And I always go, "No, I don't know. Yeah, no. No. I don't know who you are. Is it the red hair or fanny pack? No, no. to me, no." And then I always just like stalk the Herzog because, well. It's not fun if I don't. And yeah, I know you get don't don't bring up Bill unless you're going to get him on this podcast. Don't you talk about it like that? Hey, you know oh, what? I own all, uh, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, I own all of his books. I have tried to connect with him at the sports show. He never his seemed to. Bass jigging book is so gay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I hate. Bass Come fishing. on, you hate bass fishing? Oh, that's all right. Nobody from the it's south is going to listen to this. Nobody anyway. wants to catch bass. I like catching bass. All right. What what's hey, wrong judge, with bass? You're immediately judge. So what? I like catching trash fish. There ain't nothing wrong with them. You can't tell me you don't get excited when a sucker drains your bobber. Fair. Fair. See, see. Fine. But Talk, when I talking go shit about I go bass. Catching, but when I go fishing, I I go proper fishing for like real fish that are bigger than me and stronger than me. So. So where's your sturgeon then? I hate catching sturgeon. Don't bring up this topic. We're going to get haters. What, what, what's wrong with sturgeon? So sturgeon are like the placostomuses of the river, right? Right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you're I, I, right, right? Let's simplify this. Yeah, you're right. So sturgeon are like the plecos of the river. I've, I've, I've always loved fish. I just started fishing a few years ago, right? I get it. But when you fuck with fucking bottom feeders, it fucks with the, God, you're going to have to bleep out so much of this. No, you're, you're fucking with the ecology of the river. Like you can't jerk them around and then send them back going, okay, thanks for letting me catch you. No. <laughs> and they also taste like shit. And you know what? No, they're rubbery and chewy. They're like the worst calamari that you could ever catch. And I love calamari, but like, no, it's, it's, I'm from the South. I've eaten alligator. I've eaten shark. I've eaten like stingrays. I've eaten all the things, but don't fuck around with surgeon. Yes. It's fun to catch. I caught one with David Ng name drop. And oh yeah. He lives around the corner from me. No, he's primo. David Ng. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's, he's a good a nice guy. Lady. No, he's a super nice lady. And you know, I'll tell you what though, like it was the coolest thing ever to catch one. And then I went, we should not do this to these fish. Like they, they are down there for a reason. And when you screw with them, it actually fucks up like their physiology and the, the like the chemistry in their body. You can't do that to fish. It's if you want to open up that topic, I'll tell you how much I hate people who fly fish. <laughs> well, uh, <clears throat> I hate fly fishing one because I suck at it. No, I embarrass myself. Oh, oh, oh. That's uh -oh. a center pin. That's not even oh, proper. For, for the, it's not a know. center pin. It's a six That's and a half foot creek rod. That's very center penny. 
How long is the rod? It's six and a half feet long. It's a creek Gross. rod. Gross. So are oh, you, you want me to get out of your own for your large boat or what? Like, what are you doing? A six and a half foot rod. Let me get out the Euro nymphing rod that's 11 feet long. Did you say Euro nymphing? Yeah. I'm going to need a minute. Hold on. Well, yeah, you, you, you heard Euro nympho. Thanks for going into the gutter with that one. Jeez. Well, Man. my mind is broke. So that's okay. You know no, what? We, they, they, we, we love you no matter what. Science, Brian. Like I read peer reviewed science. So what I know is that when we catch and release fish, it actually fucks them up. And then they go, so steelhead in particular, they did a study, they tagged steelhead that went in and out all the way from here to Idaho. There was a college. It's an important one. I can't think of the name or I would say it, but I don't remember. But hold on. So they studied all these fish that went in and out of the ocean because steelhead, right? Right. And they do it multiple times. Steelhead, fascinating trouts, right? Every time they would come in and get yoinked around by fly fishermen and catch and release only territories. Okay. Science. There's science behind this. Catch and release only territories. These fish will go back into the ocean and they would go into this weird, like, like communal pit and die. They didn't come back. Oh, it's more than interesting. Like, well, sitting here jerking fish, catching them and releasing them, but the steelhead would go out into the ocean, but they would never come back. The science is there. I'll send you the article. It's good times. Well, no, that, but no like, that's fine. Is- I'm I'm curious to read about this because it's it's extremely difficult to know where steelhead are in the ocean because the, no, the, the yeah they tagged a whole bunch of them and they and they did it i think it like priest river idaho like up in the panhandle and oh, they followed okay. all these fucking trouts that went out to the ocean and then like went into this big giant pit like it was like literally like this big dip in the ocean and they all just went out there and died like it was so sad they were just like oh, i'm gonna go out here and die so and and that was targeting specifically to fly fishing well, yes. Well, it was catch and release only, which we all know that's what fly fishermen do. No offense. Well, I, I, I kill fish that I catch on the fly. I don't have any problem doing that. That's um, adorable. That makes you kind of attractive. Put that in your Bumble profile if you're ever single. I, I'll remember to do that. Yeah, I fly fish and kill <laughs> fish. And then, and then I'll do something in a Speedo. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> I like fish pics. No other girls do, but I do. Big fan. Yeah, it's it's totally clap fun. And then like like it, and then move on. So. Oh, okay. So, well, that's 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 enough recognition, right? Uh, <laughs> um, I, I'm curious to see that article. And yeah, there there is science that backs up that catching and releasing fish will cause mortality to a certain extent. The, the the extent of mortality, I think, is still being debated and, and hashed it's, out. It's pretty extreme when it comes to the the trouts, though, like the steelhead. Like, yeah. I don't know why they're doing that. But no, and I no, I read. I'm a nerd. And so yeah. that's what I do. I don't talk to people. I don't go out. I don't do social things. I read Internet stuff. So and that's yeah. totally cool. Now, uh, let me let me go into this next hot topic. Hatchery and wild. <gasps> Come on. I like them all. They're all Come nice. on. They're all beautiful. Come on. Yeah. I love them I, all. I, 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 I'll tell this, you what, though. There are times when I go out and target wilds only, and there's a reason for that because they're funner and nicer and prettier and feistier. So ask they're angrier. Pacific Northwest fishermen, do they go fishing to catch fish and feed their family, or do they go fishing to fucking fight a fish? I got 20 pounds in my freezer right now. So you tell me the answer to that. I go fishing to fight fish. Oh, do you? Oh, bud. Well, I, I love the fight, 
But I also like how they taste. I like Springer's and uh, Ocean Coho only. Oh, you don't you don't like the River Coho? They're okay. I usually give them away. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, like uh, so the Satsup opens up on the first, and last year I probably caught thirty feisty ass Coho on the Satsup in Washington, mm -hmm. and uh, I didn't keep a single one. Yeah, so were they I want fire early trucks? Run, like ocean coho, definitely Springer. I'll eat Springer every day of the week, but I got like oh, yeah. 12 in my fridge right now. So, no. And uh, no. Steelhead's okay. Winter steelhead is good. Fatty summer steelhead is fantastic. The best. Yeah. Oh, fire. And I learned how to chicken fry it last summer, which will change your life. And, uh, but other than that, I'm not a big fish person. So, yeah. I like halibut. Well, I like white fish. Yeah. Yeah. They're all good. You know, I, uh, I love the ocean, like rockfish. I love rockfish. I love halibut, um, lingcod, you know, all those guys, which there you go. You know, you're talking about. A nice about, big fat sea bass. Yeah. So you were talking about fishing for sturgeon and yanking them out of their environment. No, don't, don't mess with the, the river plecos. No, I, but, I think sturgeon fishing is overrated and shouldn't be allowed. So, but, but at the same time, you like to catch halibut. I haven't caught a halibut yet. Oh, you haven't. Have you been halibut fishing? You need to go halibut fishing because they're, they're another. Well, they're nobody similar. has invited me and, or I haven't like, no, I'll tell you what, uh, a bunch of, so my fishing buddies, I have a little like close group of friends that I fish with. Mm -hmm. Very small, very small like so small like we had our whole like group carpeted that's how small we are like we're tiny and uh but they're great they're like good old bearded washington fisher dudes i met once on a river and uh no they're the best boys and uh however every time they go halibut fishing i haven't gone but when they go they go up to the the straits of wanda fuca or whatever they call yeah, them yeah straight of wanda fuca yeah Mm -hmm. I know they pull there. out they pull out like 90 to 120 pounders and I'm like oh my Atlanta like I want to go so bad yeah and well, the, shit, so yeah so the further north you go the bigger the halibut get we have mm -hmm. we we have good halibut grounds off the coast here in Oregon um and and well, has been producing like I don't know I go out of Garibaldi for a few things but I mean I don't want to brag but like I don't, I don't go to a lot of public courts because people recognize me and it gets kind of shady and <laughs> it's not funny. Like It is hilarious. People. Like I well, fish to be alone and then they're like, oh my God, I'm going to see a hawk. And I'm like, no, mm -mm, nope, nope. Yeah. I have to like tuck my hair up in my hat and like wear a beard. It's very uncomfortable. Just, just cross dress. I do my best. Yeah. Just try, try your best. You know, the beard thing that that's, that's a good start. Um, you know, you could try like a ski mask. I don't know. You know, I mean, just be like wandering around on the riverbank with your ski mask. People would be like, is it really that cold out? And just be like, you know, you, you, know? you know, Randy Bonner. Of course Although I know Randy. Call him Randy Bonner because it, it, it. Oh, leave Randy rubble. alone. Come on. He's just a poor oh old hippie guy. When Come I on. People that know Randy, they're like, oh my God, you know, Randy Boner. And I'll be like, yes, yes, I know Randy Boner. Like other people started saying it, it wasn't me. And no, I now call him that because it tickles me to my core. And, and he always just goes, it's just, because, I do it, so. yeah, it's just yeah. because you're saying boner. That's why. I know, but you get to say boner. Come on. So, and he calls me like, Missy <laughs> Heck. like, you know, let's oh, go yeah. with that. 
So, well, you got like you got like the bro thing going. Randy is my best good girlfriend. Like every time I have a panic attack when I'm about to go fishing with people I don't know, I freak the fuck out. Like I lose myself mentally and I start like I can't breathe and then I panic and then I eat a bunch of peanut butter and jellies and then I cry about it and then I call Randy and go, everything's gonna be fine. And he's like, Misty, everything's gonna be fine. Yeah, like, exactly. But he, no, he knows to like leave his phone on. I'll call him like, I'll be like, I gotta go fishing on Saturday, you know? And then he'll be like, all right, I'll leave my phone on. And then I'll be like, Randy, like, I totally gotta go fishing on Saturday. He's like, no, it's all right. I'll leave my phone on. And then I call Randy at like two in the morning on Saturday. I'm like, it's fine, right? It's fine. He's like, everything's gonna be fine, Missy. Cause that's where, (laughs) so. No, he talks me out of it and keeps me sane most of the time. It take, takes you down a notch. Oh, well, yeah. my God. I mean, mental illness is not something anybody should ever joke about. I do no. because I have so much of it. And, but, you know, all of us have it. Like, we all suffer from some kind of crazy. And if you're in touch with it, then, you know, better on you. Because at least you're going to start, like, moving forward. And, oh, uh, yeah. Randy's got some. I've got some. My favorite girl in the world, Katie Carl, she's got some. My best good friend in the whole wide world, my soulmate. His name is Phil. He's six foot six. He's a giant behemoth of a human. He doesn't fish. So sad. Anyway, but like we all have to deal. And no, I panic a lot. So yeah, well, that's why memes. the memes center me. Fishing puts me in my place. And then, yeah. But I, well, I do panic when i have to be around people yeah well and and uh, that brings up because you you brought up our good buddy randy you know the bama beast um that brings up a, a story. yeah that's a, hey i'm roll tight man yeah why not you know i i, I maybe he listens to this i'm gonna call him that from now on the bama beast yeah so anyways yeah so anyways um you guys went to a sports show like you do and 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 there was a story about you randy and justin Justin and and you want you want to tell your side of the story because randy told it about eight eight podcasts ago you know justin wolf still messages me to this day and he's like why don't you come in my shop and i'm like well you're not open when i fish so but he's a nice lady his wife exceptional lady and oh no she made earrings so she i have uh spin glow earrings i have that are watermelon i have uh i have what are they called the little oh shit fuck help me with my words the 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 what do you catch trout on the little things and the hold on (laughs) I don't uh, fish them because they don't get the fish wed- I catch. So. Uh, we we could talk about wedding rings, corkies, oaky drifters. Yeah, like the little the not they're 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 they have the little skinny body with the poofy tail. Hold on, it's coming. Anyway, but they oh, oh rooster tail. Thank you, there. rooster tail. Yeah. So I got rooster tail earrings. I got uh, little spin glow earrings, and then you know I just got some uh, red drum earrings the other day from a Facebook fan. Oh, mm. look at that. So, mm. so you're going to make some Oki Drifter earrings for Bill? Bill would never wear my jewelry. You want to hear my story about fishing with Bill Herzog? I want to hear the one about Justin Wolf first. So Justin Wolf, you know, of course, you no, know, Randy's story was very much true. 
like it was it was way more hysterical than that like he he had been hanging out with him and like you know trying to like plug his book and yeah it's Randy Boner like he he wrote a good book I don't know if you've read it but the bead fishing bible is pretty primo Uh, I I own a signed copy of it yeah like you he didn't sign one of mine so you got a better plug than me but you didn't you didn't pre-order then I'm Misty Hawk easy so I don't have to Randy sends me stuff on insult alone trying to harass me so we got into a whole bass fishing war. And then as a as a fatality, he sent me a copy of Bill Herzog's Fishing for Bass. Full color, you know. And so he won. He won. He always wins. You know, he's funny like that. And uh, but no, so we were we were up there at the you weren't there, by the way, but we were up there at the the fishing expo by larry stamp you know rods and reels and needs he gives rods and reels to people who want to fish about it and there's nothing more beautiful than that and larry is just the nicest guy you'll ever meet i met him a little over a year ago at um year of Kalama. there's uh mm-hmm. dave calhoun you know northwest rods yep. dave yep. calhoun so he held like a little like fishing show at his uh well situation if you were so like he has this big cool like you know fishing warehouse where he does all his rod shit but i think he leaves another half it doesn't matter anyway but he had uh he had real fatties northwest he had larry stamp he had old bill herzog and uh no all the all the girls were there we were all showing our stuff and i showed up one day just to buy a twitch rod because i was learning how to twitch jigs and i got one fire by the way Highly recommend Northwest Rods. Oh, he's having a thing on Saturday. I don't even know. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Oh, totes go. Anyway, and Dave is a super nice guy. But I got to see Bill for the first time. Like, I, my nipples were so hard. Like, you have no idea how I said, I saw you blush. I saw you blush right there. Anyway, but like, dude, I'm at Bill Herzog, like in person, like in person. And then he was like, oh my God, I'm going to follow you back on, on the social media. And now he's like, oh my God, you're so funny. And if I post like really like serious stuff, like, you know, oh, love who you are or whatever. He's like, can you post a jokes wench? I'm not laughing today. And like, that's why I love Bill. Like Bill is my favorite, favorite fishing person. And well, I just want to catch everything on metal. So anyway, so we all went up there. Where was I going with that anchor point? We were talking about the Justin Wolf incident with oh, the, the Gamma Beach. So Justin Wolf didn't even go there. So anyway, so I'm up there and we're meeting all the people and I go up to Justin's booth. Okay, you weren't at the show. They took up like three booths worth. Should I say that right? Booths worth? Booths, oh. yeah. Booths. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so, but his wife was there. She sold me my earrings. I have a pair of Spinglows and a pair of rooster tails. Very nice rooster tails. They're bright orange. Flattering for the the hair you know and um and i was like oh my god you guys are never open like when i go through woodland so i go through woodland i hit like three different stops there's the shell station there's well the ampm never has bait for shit then they i'm not gonna leak secrets on this podcast but the point is is that they're never open and i just discovered they were actually fucking there like a week before i went on the podcast and i was like oh you guys do you even have bait because we're talking like uh like we're talking um like oh what do they call them sometimes my words i lose them but um like sand shrimp oh so i call them sanders so and i'm like okay you can't find sand shrimp at all during spring or season right 
never mm-hmm. and i was like do you guys even have sand shrimp like how do like do you have bait is it worth trying to like fight my way to your store because if you have to go in downtown woodland it's kind of a pain in the ass you have to go through like three lights go 20 miles per hour the whole way all the lights are always red it's a shit show and there's no parking but the store is kind of primo so you know if you're there between nine and five banking hours like monday through thursday or whatever the fuck he's open at and that's what i give him shit about and so i'm sitting there giving him a hard time and i'm you know just like are you misty hawk absolutely not i don't even know how do you know that lady like how would you would name no anyway and rainy's just smiling the whole way just being nice gretchen dearden's on the other side of us she's like oh my god you're so funny and i'm like oh my god you're so pretty and, you know like we're all like geeking out on one another Okay, so Justin finally walks away. We're going to go watch Bill talk about, you know, actually, you know what he ended up doing was asking us, ask me anything all day long. My, another story, stick a pin in that. Anyway, so we're walking away to go watch Bill talk. And I was like, oh my God, maybe. Easy, Justin Wolf, just like, oh, he recognized me. He recognized me. I didn't recognize the whole day at the show, by the way, because it's Misty Hawk. Are you that lady that posts the memes? Mm-hmm, yep me 100 percent, and i was like oh my god justin wolf like totally saw who it was he's like i literally fished with him like three weeks in a row he didn't even recognize me i wasn't even gonna play my book and then he comes up to you and he's like are you misty hawk and randy was kind of <laughs> in a shape about it <laughs> i laughed so hard oh, oh I god so hard I love Randy so much. And I didn't know any of that was happening. And then like, I just giggled and kind of like danced my way all the way home. I was like, I'm more famous than Randy Boner. And (laughs) say that. I'm more famous than Randy Boner. So the reason- we went and saw Bill and oh God, now I'm talking like Randy. So we went, I'm from the South, which means sometimes it comes out, but we went and sat down. Bill was supposed to talk about some stupid, like, you know, like trolling for fucking, who gives a shit? And he didn't have enough people there. It was like seven of us out in the crowd, like, woo, you know. And he was like, just ask me anything you want to fucking ask me. That's what Bill Herzog said. Most beautiful thing I've ever heard. And I was like, what's that? What was the first fish you ever caught? You know, you know what it was? It was a lean cod. Really? In the sound, southeast well, uh, sound. Yeah, I can believe that because he's from up in that area. I, I mean, he's from Tacoma. So, yeah. Uh, Bill, Bill was. <laughs> so influential to me growing up really well because before the internet before youtube you had to go get books and so I, so this will date me when i was like nine there was two places that i could go i could go to the local corner market to buy bait but everybody went to larry's sports center oh, that's Larry sounds fantastic. Well, Larry Schoenborn, father of Brad Schoenborn, Brad's killer fishing. I think I'm friends with these people. That sounds very familiar. Yeah. So Larry had his own store and you could go in there and now it's Fisherman's, but that was Larry's. That's Fisherman's? Yeah. Fisherman's bought out Larry's. So that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that. Thank you for that contact. Yeah, the fun fact of the day is, is that Larry's was bought out by Fisherman's. Larry's went into bankruptcy. It was a really ugly thing because Larry's was awesome. You would go in there. Is it like and, Bob's? Because like Bob's is my jam. So yeah, I go to Long pretty, Beach just to go to Bob's. Yeah, it, it's pretty much dead on to Bob's uh, uh, as far as like what that goes. That's but you would go. Up. Oh, yeah, definitely. When I was a kid, I'd go wander in there. 
and I, I could go mow some yards and I would go get pre-tied egg loops because I didn't, so you know, and, and I would get um, pencil lead and I would get corkies or oaky drifters. You could just go get them. They, they were like two cents each. So I'd get a bag of those. I'd get a <laughs> box of sand shrimp and, and do all this stuff. And I had like an eight and a half foot, you know, steelhead rod my grandma got me that had my name on it. It was so cool. Anyways, my first was an eight six Lamy X eleven. That was yeah, my... yeah. I mine was made in China somewhere, but it did catch fish. <laughs> so, so, anyways, um, I I go wa- walk in there and I see this book and I look over and there's the steelhead with the corky hanging out of his mouth. And I was like, what's that? And it says color guide to steelhead drift fishing. Bill Herzog on the no bottom. I dropped all my shit on the floor and I pick up this book. I'm like. <laughs> I'm looking I at know. the shit on the floor and I'm oh, looking at the book. And, and so I take all the shit back. I throw the corkies and Oki drifters into a bunch of weird shit. I start grabbing cheaters and, and little chunks of rubber. I mean, they're over there. They're like, what in the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I'm over there with this book. They're like, you're going to buy that book. And I'm, I'm just ignoring them. I'm like, fuck you old man. You know? And I'm like picking stuff out. And I went down to the river and I, I proceeded. I, I nailed a steelhead. Uh, like 10 and i got i got this fish i nailed it it's a small one you had a steelhead at 10 yeah that's when they Fuck ran good <laughs> yeah well drift fishing of all things but then i proceeded to catch like 20 small that were that were released we didn't know what the fuck they were we just there were like little trout and i'm like dude you know i'd go through a drift and bam i get blown up on a sand shrimp yeah i got like number two hooks and everything and oh do it every time oh yeah no it was working hot not like i said that was back in the day when it was good um and and you catch all these fish and everything else and i was like this guy knows what the fuck he's talking about like like this is good stuff so this is way back i mean we're we're talking 1994 oh my god ancient yeah ancient so I grew up with that. And then I got the, the color guide to spoon fishing for steel. Nice. I got the yeah. color guide to bass fishing. So yeah. Yeah. Well, so this, and then I was like, what are these? And so I go dig through my dad's tackle box and he's got a bunch of steely spoons. I start throwing those and I'm catching Didn't I hadn't caught a steelhead until like a couple of years ago on a spoon, but I always took them with me. I, I knew so what hard. Was. I it, just did it, it for the first time this summer blew yeah. my fucking mind. Oh man! No, the, the way explosion. they hit a spoon, like it makes your fingers vibrate. Like it's the most beautiful thing I've ever done. Is yep. I I catch okay. So I don't want to brag, and it's about to go public. But like so, right before Christmas, Bill Herzog messaged me and he's like, "You're kind of funny." And I'm like, "Yeah, I try." You know, you know, and he and I'm like, "I'm a really big fan." Like I'm trying not to fan girl, but like, oh my god, Bill Herzog just messaged me. Like, like, do I look okay? Like he's not even seeing me. Like I'm freaking out, right? Bill Herzog just messaged me. He's like, okay. he's like, "You're really funny." I'm so glad you like to fish. Like, do you like spoons? And I'm like, I love spoons. Like I, when I learned how to fish, when I was trying to figure out how to like read water and, and figure out what to do, I, I loved crankbaits and spoons and mm-hmm. anything wiggly, blue foxes. Just give me anything that goes on a rod. Because at yeah. least if you're not catching fish, you can feel the bottom, you can learn the water, you can like, it's a good way to learn how to fish, right? Mm-hmm. And oh my God, I love metal the most especially like vintage lures like for the longest time like the the cover photo uh on my profile is from larry stamp larry stamp does rods and yeah. right so he built me this box this shadow box of like vintage lures because i go nuts oh that's cool 
it's so cool sister like it's so cool anyway and so so bill took a liking to me because well i i joke and i'm funny and and well he fishes so and he slays he's the he's the og slayer at oh, the yeah. Pacific Northwest. No, like yeah. hands down. Let's not, let's not sugarcoat that. And uh, anyway, so right before Christmas, he's like, can I have your address? I'm going to, I'm going to send you a box of spoons. And I went, can you? Like, ha, ha. okay. So Bill Herzog <laughs> sent me this cool little plain old box full of pre-colored by him, by him. Some of them he painted himself, like pre-colored lures with a letter that told me what to do with them, where to fish them and how to fish them. Wow. I caught, I don't want to brag, but like, damn. Anyway, so I caught, I caught one winter steelhead on the toodle, like on a spoon after about like maybe 12 hours, 30 mm -hmm. hours of fishing, maybe 11, 100. I don't know. It took forever. That's what steelhead are. They're the fish of 8 billion casts. So yeah. So I got one and no, they're so hard. It's so hard to like fish spoons and you throw them, you throw them up river and like pull them. Like they're way different than like fishing a blue fox. Like it, it totally yeah. fucks you up and you have to realize like how to refish with metal. Like it's, if you haven't caught a fish on metal, it'll change your life. Yeah. I love worms. I love artificial baits. I love all, I love crankbaits, wiggle baits. I love, oh my God, Dave Calhoun gave me one of the, uh, original like divers the uh it's called double trouble right it's chrome it's got chartreuse on the ends and red eyeballs can't mm -hmm. find them anymore quick fish doesn't make them but do yeah. you give me one so oh that that's cool so so do you uh with your vintage lure co collection do you have a lure jensen crocodile spoon no but you said lure jensen and immediately my legs crossed so uh, let's talk okay. about that yeah yeah so uh i i my grandma worked for Lure Jensen back in the you 60s. You lie, really? No, seriously. So they were set up in a chicken coop. They had punch presses and everything else. But yes, they're, yeah, they're, they're, she, they they lived in Hood River and she worked for Lure Jensen. And there, right, so there was she like, got URBs. What's yeah. This up, though? yeah, yeah, it was, it was, well, back in those nice days. It, there. Yeah. So uh, steelhead on all forks of the Hood River, no restrictions. Uh, salmon, uh, no restrictions on fins, nothing like that. So, but she worked there. She operated a punch press, and and she sure, actually Jensen, like I mean that alone is just super cool points. Yeah. So. Uh, you know that she worked there and made spoons and spinner blades. That's that's that what she did. Tough. And She's so like the most amazing person I've never known. She she was pretty badass. I I miss my grandma a lot. Uh, she me. she. Uh, got me into fishing, but one of the first lures that I used was a lure Jensen spinner. That's, that's the, you know, she, yeah. And, and so, but that's what we grew up with. I, so in my vintage lure collection, I have a, um, uh, it's a twin bladed um, torpedo body spinner that they made. Huh. I, I got it at a yard sale. You did not. Yeah. Yeah. I got it for like 50 cents. I, I there's a guy <laughs> that lives around the corner from me. He's like, Oh, this thing's a piece of shit. And I'm like, that's a lure Jensen. So that's I got that one. And then I picked up this whole sack of Oki drifters because they're not made anymore. But I got um, the the uh, um, the basically I call it like the mooching rig ones, and and they're still in their original box. They say Oki drifter on top, so those are up on my display with a couple of my grandpa's reels and everything else. So it was super badass. So oh, it sounds I, super badass. Yeah. So I I do have some vintage lures drifting around. I probably got some more sitting around here. And then I had a. Uh, Warden's spin and glow that was on a, a shaft and I still have that one too. 
and it still had the tag from Larry's for like a dollar ninety nine. It was all amazing, cool stuff. But vintage lures, yeah. Vintage so there's this guy, uh, Ryan Moody, and he's river ops fishing. Yeah. I yep. followed yep. him on Instagram. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Ryan and I lady, talk a lot. You know, he started his whole new page. Let's let's all get hip about it, and we're gonna river ops fishing about it. It's great. All my buddies are in it. I love the page. I love the group. Anyway, but Ryan posted not too long ago. He's like, everybody post pictures of your drift boats. Let's see them. You know, he's so engaging. And then I posted. I have a 2022 Laura Jensen side planer about it. I don't, I don't know if you yeah. know that. I caught, I caught mass steelhead on that son of a bitch this year. Nice. Yeah. Drip well, that's, you know, I've it's seen lots you of gotta fish. You got to wade out and like let it out slowly. And then yeah, you got to walk it out. It on mono, like it's tricky. Yeah. Hard side planers in our rivers, like you'll hear the catfish guys, but they're not very hard to use. Well, throw 5,000 <laughs> fucking CFS behind right? it and some rapids and some fucking rocks. And they're not as easy as you think, but yes, oh, no, definitely not. Yeah. So, uh, you know, those catfish guys, whatever, but um, you know, the, the, on the other side of it, when we're, when we're side planning for steelhead, especially with a plug and you're watching for that switch to click, that that takes some time to get good with the fucking side. It plane. really does. It's not like janky. Like when you when you get a fish on trolling, you know, and your rod bounces and you like shit breaks and jump up and try to figure it out. Like it's yeah. way harder, and it's even harder to reel in, and then it's even harder to try to land it because you're like going against current and and God itself. Like it's really it's, it's a hard time. Yeah, like it's no, not it's not fun. I did man. it. I did it on um, last year. Oh, I can't give away spots. I was somewhere in Washington, maybe around the Tootle, and uh, oh, bud, I hooked the biggest winter steelhead, like the chromiest piece of shit you ever saw, and it took me forever to really, I was like, why is this so hard? That's all I kept thinking, and uh, worth every second, but like, I fished more than against the current, like, I mean, between the rod and reels, I was fishing like a 10-6, like, uh, guide select classic mm -hmm. and then like the okuma you know double down open water reel just the plastic gear one but it's a hundred dollar reel it's a nice reel and yeah. uh but no it took me longer to reel that in than it ever has like even reeling in like a lake trout like it was it was the hardest fishing i ever did and i don't choose to do it but i do it when you can have two rods in the water mm -hmm. so. no that's the way to go if you if you can run those two rods run them that's that's like the most important thing so yeah always definitely. yeah definitely well so, wpfw has that advantage so you can you can constantly check updated regs and it's a beautiful app and then you have to still carry on a shitty paper like paper license and have to write on it which no pens work on it and uh and then oregon you can tag your fish electronically but good luck finding regs so yeah yeah no no bueno in oregon it's, it's no really tough yeah it's a shit show it's better off in oregon just call the field office and like some dude in tillamook will be like all right three rivers is pumping you should go down to this spot and like no if you call and talk to carl like at the field office life's good just make that phone call yeah and other than that no you'll never know the regs in oregon yeah it takes no, a, a, it, it takes an attorney to interpret him and even at that <laughs> that's not gonna <laughs> work no. uh, so we're coming around to the end of this, but I wanted to find out um, what what's your next fishing trip you got planned up right now? Well, I'm fishing with Bill on the 29th. 
yeah okay uh, i'm probably gonna fish tomorrow okay good and the next day yeah and the next day so so you're that, fishing every day a little friend of mine they're moving out of state so they live in tri-cities right now the springers and they're moving to florida because gross and uh anyway so we're gonna go fish about it before they leave so that'll be in the next week or two there you yes. go yeah awesome. but i kind of want to go i heard the mouth of the toodle is popping that's it. Yep. Yep. Uh, Lewis. Everybody's uh, like, let's go to Nisqually. And I'm like, I don't want to get stabbed. So, no, no, no. I yeah, don't no, see fish. Yeah. City fishing's rough. Yeah. You want to, you want to get out there in the country because you, you, at least in the country, the tweakers are like stripping, belting out of tires and shit like that. They're not trying to shank you for like the three bucks you got in your wallet. In the country. I'll tell you what I spent up until Friday. I spent 10 days on and off at fish camp and uh, all I did, it was an egg gathering mission, right? I came out with, I think I got about 30 pounds of eggs wow. and I split some. So I got 15 pounds by myself. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's a lot of damn eggs. Fall fish. Yeah. Like I don't eat fall fish, but I'll catch them. Yeah. Well, they, they produce a ton of eggs. Well, okay, so I got beef about snaggers. Like snaggers pissed me I off. Do too. I do too. Irritated, and like I leave. I like I flip my hair and get dramatic. You know, like I'm not gonna pick a fight, but like I'm not gonna fish around people who snag. Like I, yeah. like I try to catch my fish legitimately. I suck at it, but I'm still gonna catch them legitimately. I'd rather uh, catch one legitimate fish than snagger. ten snaggers. Fishing buddies have razzed my ass so hard because this one guy, and he happens to be really stocky with nice shoulders. Um, but he didn't want his eggs and I didn't want my fish. So I was like trading him like two fish a day. If he'd give me two Ziploc bags full of eggs and they're like, Oh, now Misty likes snaggers. And I'm like, no, he, he gave me eggs and you're giving you know, him I shit. That, fish. I think that undoes his karma. I think he's going to be fine. So <laughs> yeah, hopefully. a lot of eggs off that guy. And, yeah. and I fed his family. So I mean, like, right? Like that, 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 that he's not a bad snagger. I mean, they, I think there's levels of snagging. Well, it's but, not like, like you're giving him springers. She calls them Flossingtonians, like the Washington yeah. guys. Yeah. We, and we he got, got a place. a soft spot for bearded Washington fisher dudes. So, okay. Well, there's. So, and then um, Oregon guys but, always just complain that the fishing is bad. And then they always say their fish is twice as big as it actually was. Right, right. Yeah. You, well, you get the guys that say, uh, you know, yeah, I got a 30 pound springer and, and you look at it and it's like, well, lamb at river, 12 pound football. And it's like, no, oh, it's literally like a, it's, it's a big bass. I think it was bass, yeah. probably bass. <laughs> bass, right. Just shit talking on bass, you know. Who, People who, bass who, fish on purpose is so gross. I love bass fishing. You got to try it sometime. I've been. One time, one no, time. You. That yeah. the top the top no, water snack. fishing for for food once I was a deckhand on a boat for uh for <laughs> I'm not gonna say his name but he he used to call me to deckhand for him because he's like can you keep these kids in line and make dudes happy all day and I'm like yeah he's like can you put like worms on a hook like 100 so I would go deckhand and um every time we were gonna go to Drano and fights were breaking out in the parking lot it's like let's go, let's go do walleye at the mouth of the Deschutes. You know, it was way yeah. more fun, way mm -hmm. more fun. Although reeling in a walleye is the most depressing thing. It's almost as bad it, as it, Coho. It's like you reel them in and they're just like floppy as they go up to the boat. Like it's just, that's not exciting. Yeah, yeah the, walleye, walleye are tasty, but they're yeah, delicious. They, 
Yeah, but, but uh, it's like don't yeah. reel too fast. They have soft mouths, and I'm they're, like. They're, don't talk about your mom like that like she's a nice lady just we're gonna get it like but it's so depressing like it's the boringest fishing that there ever was oh fuck well we're coming up on our hour here i think we could go for three but where can people find you on the internet well be more specific come on misty hawk fishes like a bird. misty hawk fishes uh, and and this is uh well, it's Misty Hawk on, on Facebook. Uh-huh. It's at Misty Hawk Fishes on IG. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask about your Tinder or Bumble or anything. You can, you can I, figure I that out. It. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. The, yeah. We're not, we're not going to go there. So yeah. everybody Good. calm down. I have yeah. a designated penis in my life. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. At least we've addressed that for all the weirdos out there that are going to be like, oh, wow, she sounds hot. I'm going to send her a picture of my dick, you know? Yeah, we're, we've, we've addressed this. I did get an aspect yesterday, but it was, it was under different circumstances. So no, I don't get dick pics. It's actually, it's hard to be a girl out here on the internet because you would think I would get more and I don't. I'm actually kind of disappointed. And But, you know, I get fish pics and that's okay. Yeah, we'll send you more fish pics. Let's stick to send that. Send me all the fish pics. Yeah, absolutely. The bigger, the better. Actually, if and, they fight, ugh, you know what I hate? pet peeve in the whole wide world is when people post vids of them like like bobber downing or like fighting a fish and you don't see the fish yeah i literally i literally want to send them hate mail like to their actual house you know like, i put it i put up a short i put up a short of my daughter catching her first ocean coho and she she's flexed out and she's like just beast in this thing like we didn't have a breakaway on the flash or anything i i was like just you know, crank on it because you know if you start pulsing or whatever. Ocean coho. What are they going to do? Fight? Come on, just get us to the boat. Get us. The ones the boat. we got, the ones we were fighting that day, they fought back. They took dragon shit. You had real coho that fought. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. Yes, we did. Seventeen miles off, there was an ocean sunfish, and I knew it was going to be good that day because he was waving to me with his flipper like this. Oh, you know, I love it when the sunfish waves. Yeah. So she, she gets this thing up and, and it's a beautiful net job, beautiful, big, wild coho. Everything else is for the non-select. We beat its ass and everything else and everything was all good. And, uh, I put that up and I get like 13, 14,000 views on a, on a bass release on YouTube. This got like a hundred views. So it was like, why don't you have like- 14,000 views on YouTube? Oh, I got more I get than that. Stoked when I, I got it on my fake account on Anita Steelhead. Like on my let's fish about it. Let's Instagram fish about account. it. Yeah. Well, it's when I stalk people on. Let's be honest. Oh, okay. And well, I can't do it on my account. Instagram tracks. And so, <laughs> I posted my first reel ever the other day, and I got twelve thousand views in like five hours. I was like, oh there my you- god, did I almost go viral? I didn't. It stopped. No. After. It was like twelve point three thousand now. Yeah. As soon as I got excited, it immediately stopped. But you have th- over a bass. Ugh, yeah. You're winning. I, I think uh, I had a bluegill hit sixty eight thousand. You had a bluegill <laughs> hit sixty eight thousand. Mm-hmm. I think I, I got to go back. But Can I plug I, uh, my podcast now. Yeah, so you're gonna plug your podcast, and we're gonna all go follow this podcast. So what well, is the podcast? My best friend in the world, Philip Wally. 
and his last name used to be walleye and they took the e off the end which i all i think is funny as shit and now he's my soulmate like we met under weird circumstances like a year and a half ago and he's literally my best good girlfriend and i love him to death so we decided because we're funny and creative he's actually way more talented than me i just i just have more ambition i think but uh we are starting a podcast called hawk and fish nice oh it's gonna be funny it's going to be kind of in the, in the, like the Jane Curtin, Chevy Chase kind of vibe, like the good old Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And then yeah. he's going to lead in and then I'm just going to be just me. Some well, people uh, said I was funny once and I'm going to, I'm, I'm taking that running with it. So if, if people don't think you're funny, uh, uh, there's something wrong with them. You know, I, I, I post what I post because sometimes it applies to me and I post, if I share something, I know it definitely applies to somebody. It's usually not me, but it's like, I know this is going to make somebody tingle a little. (laughs) Well, Misty, uh, that's it for this one. I really, really, really appreciate you sharing everything on this podcast. I'm looking forward to your podcast very much. I can't wait. I'm going to share it on your page and tell you every week. Oh, absolutely. Just like we do with everybody else with ours. But that's uh, going to be a lot of fun. I can't thank you enough for taking the time to come on here. You're oh, awesome. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. I'm so honored. I've been like freaking out about this for like a month. So yeah, nothing to freak out about. But hey, you know what? It's been so much fun. We're, we're we really appreciate your friendship. Uh, everything that you do with the fishing community, keep us laughing, keep us on our toes. Uh, it means a lot to us, even if it doesn't seem like it's something that means a lot. We need more oh, it positive. changes somebody's world every day. And that's all that matters. We need more positive and we need more positive people and we need people to stop taking shit so seriously. And right? you help us with that. That's, that's a big deal. So Misty, thanks again. And for all you listeners out there, all of Misty's information will be in the show notes. And like <laughs> always, you can find us on YouTube under working class fishing on any of the podcast platforms under the working class fishing podcast you can also find us on instagram at working class fishing and you can also follow us on facebook or we'll be your friend under wc fish so until next time thank you so much for listening we appreciate all your support and we hope all of you have a wonderful day thank you brian pleasure was all mine absolutely talk to you soon